From Jordan-Hare Stadium to Auburn Arena. From the Plains to the recruiting trail and all points in between. If it's Auburn, we've got it covered. Did I say War Eagle or War Eagle? That's it? War Eagle. This is the Auburn Undercover Podcast with Brandon Marcello. Hey everybody, what's up? Big Friday for Auburn. Uh, Auburn got a four-star linebacker commitment. Trenton Simpson. We had an idea it was happening, but you know the kid had to still announce. And sure enough, uh, he announced today that he is committing to Auburn. One of the nation's best linebackers, guys. This is not your oh three-star guy, four-star guy here. This guy is the number fifty-two recruit overall in the nation. Um, an incredible, incredible pickup for Travis Williams, Auburn's linebackers coach, as you would imagine. Out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Not a lot of North Carolina kids come to Auburn. Auburn, it's not really Auburn's neck of the woods, so to speak. But Auburn went in there and, listen, Auburn identifies players that they want, especially on defense with and Travis Williams, the linebacker coach specifically. He goes after them, and he goes and gets them. And today he got Trenton Simpson Four-star linebacker, huge-time player for Auburn, um, big-time pickup, a guy that uh, is definitely going to bolster Auburn's recruiting rankings and everything. I haven't gotten a chance to look to see how it affected Auburn's recruiting rankings, but listen, um, really, really helped Auburn out. They're picking him up. We're going to talk to Keith Niebuhr, Auburn Auburn undercover recruiting analyst here in a little bit. I want to bring him on board to talk uh, later in the show. We're also going to talk to Jason Caldwell, who is on the scene in Omaha for the Auburn baseball team's historic appearance there in Omaha. Auburn has not been in Omaha since 1997. That's an incredible, incredible feat. Uh, the Tigers open up College World Series play Sunday. They're actually the final game among the four matchups in the first uh, first round, so to speak, even though it's not rounds. Um, at 6.30 p.m. Sunday on ESPN2, they face Mississippi State. So many storylines there we'll talk about. Butch Thompson against his old school that he held to be an assistant coach for seven years. So much, so much to go over there. Um, of course, we've already went over a lot of that stuff with Jason Caldwell in a, a podcast earlier this week. But now that Jason is in Omaha, we're going to talk to him a little bit more about exactly uh, what to expect uh, this week and maybe beyond, or actually next week, they don't start till Sunday, but the College World Series is a marathon, guys. It's a it's a thing that if you if you make it to the the, the, uh, the championship series, it doesn't start till June 24th or 25th. So you've got a week and a half to go. So um, it's it's a lot lot to lot to go through before you get to the championship series. And that's what makes the College World Series so fun. There's so many games. Every pitch matters. You don't want to get in the loser's bracket. So um, be interesting. But we're going to talk about Trenton Simpson first here with uh, Keith Niebuhr. I'm going to bring him on here in a second. I'm going to give him a call. But Auburn uh, got in on Simpson early, of course, and then he had him in an official visit May 31st through June 2nd. That kind of sealed things for them. Um I'm not sure if he was a silent commitment at that time. He may have been, considering how a lot of people in the crystal ball at 24-7 Sports was predicting Trenton Simpson over the last few days to come to Auburn. 
And uh, sure enough, he is committed to the Tigers in an announcement, a video announcement that he made today on Instagram. So we're going to bring in Keith Niebuhr. We're going to give him a call here and uh, discuss this big-time pickup for Auburn. Huge pickup for the Tigers. Um, a pickup that certainly is going to help depth at linebacker because the Tigers have got a lot of uh, good players under Travis Williams that have already com- that not only have only committed, but this class he really wants to sign four guys. He's only going to be able to sign three because back in 2016, Trey Threat, a guy who left transfer Jacksonville State, is someone that he wasn't able uh, to keep on board. But we're going to talk to Mr. Keith Niebuhr here in a second and discuss this a little bit further and what it means for the Tigers. So let's go ahead and bring on Mr. Keith Niebuhr. Keith, are you there? Yeah, what's going on? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you okay. So thanks for joining us. I know you've been traveling everywhere. You went to Pebble Beach this week. That's something. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've been able to do a lot of bucket list items in the last year or so. Uh, I, somebody in my family close to me uh, yeah, passed away, quite frankly, and, and I'm the recipient of the uh, uh, of the, the, the travel miles, and I, I've been making the most of it. But yeah, Brandon, it, it's so awesome out there. I, I don't even know where to begin. It's just the most scenic and picturesque place. I saw humpback whales two days ago, two miles out off the coast. And uh, yesterday I watched Tiger and Brooks Kepka and all those guys play Pebble Beach, and just it's just phenomenal. Just a, a, you can't even put it into words. So you're you're back in the southeast again already. Um, That's right. That's right. Yep. And uh, you'll be heading to Auburn soon enough. Um, so today Auburn got a big pickup with four star oh, yeah. linebacker Trenton Simpson. I think it's someone everybody kind of, you know, the last few days was going to happen, but you don't want to step on a kid's toes or whatever. Can I take yeah. me through the kid's decision process, the connection with Travis Williams, and how he landed with Auburn um, here today on Friday? Yeah, well, you know, Trenton Simpson, 6'2 225, 230-pound outside linebacker, Mallard Creek High School in Charlotte. Uh, schools produced a lot of good players in the last few years, most notably, I guess, D.J. Humphreys, the first round ticket offensive tackle for the Arizona Cardinals. But Trenton and his family had a connection to Auburn. You know, when Trenton was a little kid, his dad was stationed at Fort Benning. It's a military family. So Trenton grew up in the Columbus area, really, uh, and was going to Auburn games as a kid. So he always had this fondness for Auburn. Uh, But maybe I've put a little too much stock into that. I think that sort of opened the door for Auburn. It made them feel like that's an area in which he could live. Uh, But I was told, you know, in the big scheme of things, mate, scheme of things maybe that was 10 percent of his decision the biggest things really Brandon from what we're told is that uh, one as you might imagine the relationship with Travis Williams the linebackers coach who obviously done such a great job not only producing guys on the field but uh, just recruiting you know landing Owen Papo the five-star last year uh, and at Trenton Simpson we have him as a top 35 player in the country at, at 24-7 sports in the industry generated 24-7 sports composite, he's like 52nd. But he's, look, he's a top 55 recruit, no matter uh, who you talk to, pretty much. So they get, but the big thing, you know, the relationship with Travis Williams, they really clicked, they really bonded. But also, and this is the part that I didn't know until I started really talking to sources, was the, the, the fact that the current linebackers on the team were really heavily involved in getting him. Uh, they really sold Trenton on being part of that family and, and, and sold Trenton on what it was like to play for Travis Williams. And, you know, they, they said a lot of great things about Travis, you know, uh, 
Uh, and it wasn't just fluff, apparently. It was, you know, hey, look, say, here's some of the things you're going to like. Here's some of the things you, you, you may not like if you're not the kind of guy that would fit in here. But it, Trenton really bought in, and they bought into him. You know, they've got this deal here. If the, those guys didn't like him, Auburn wouldn't have pursued him. So it's not just the coaches. They want guys to fit at Auburn brand. Hey, look, I mean, look, you win some, you lose some. You hit on some, you miss on some. You don't know always. You're just doing the best research you can and hope a guy fits. But, you know, the linebackers on the team really thought that he was worthy of Auburn's heavy pursuit. And I think that that was significant. And so those three things really, proximity to where he grew up, a lot of where he grew up at Fort Benning, a little bit. Relationship with Travis Williams, a lot. Relationships with the current linebackers, a lot. They want quote unquote dogs in that linebacker room, and and it looks like they got one today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24/7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel. Streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. You know, Travis Williams is just, I think he's done a marvelous job since he's been at Auburn as a coach and then yeah, also with yeah. recruiting. And he was telling me, I guess, a few weeks back, man, I'd really love to have four linebackers in this upcoming class, but he's mm-hmm. only going to be able to sign three. This is his first pickup for the signing class or recruiting yeah. class, I should say. Um, how does this shape up or affect things? Is there a domino effect after this uh, as far as what he's trying to look <laughs> for? Or is, he, or is he pretty – I'm sure he's zeroed in on some guys, but how does this affect things going forward? Well, I, I think it works in Auburn's favor because now these guys know, look, like you said, well, there could be up to four, Brandon, because a guy like Philip Webb, who's a four-star backer they like out of the Atlanta area, he really could play the buck position. So you always have, hey, we're going to take this amount of guys – unless there's a special guy out there you can get, you know what I mean? And, and Philip Webb would probably fit into that category. So uh, a guy that could play linebacker or the buck position, but no, we're, we're, look, it helps Auburn. Here's why. One, you got a big name guy in the class. You can sell that Two, the other linebackers that they're recruiting. And let's face it, they're in good shape with a handful of guys. They now know that if they're only going to take three and maybe four, then the spots aren't going to be around forever. Okay. And so that's when, things look Auburn had no linebacker commits well they had one while ago when he decommitted to Mew Kennedy and ended up at Bama but they had no linebackers currently in the class until Trenton Simpson committed today so until today Auburn uh the the recruits they had the advantage now Auburn has the advantage because if you want in the spots are running out so Wesley Steiner four-star linebacker out of Warner Robins Georgia Auburn Stanford Georgia Tech high academic guy well, he wants to maybe wait on Stanford because, you know, they have a late admissions process. Well, if he waits too long, let's suppose he doesn't get into Stanford, he might miss out on that spot at Auburn, okay? And he really likes the Auburn. He really likes the SEC. Uh, Cameron Riley's a four-star in-state linebacker from Hillcrest High School down in Evergreen, Alabama. And, you know, Auburn probably leads for him, but he recently visited Texas A&M. He may officially visit some other schools. How bad does he want in? Auburn feels pretty good about him. You wait too long, you may lose a spot. Desmond Tisdall is really the one to watch because this is a four-star linebacker out of Georgia who Auburn leads for. He wants in. Uh, we hear that right now he wants it. This is, the, this, is, this is where he wants to be. But he may wait it out. He may wait it out to kind of see what happens with the staff and all that stuff. You just never really know. But uh, he kind of wants to wait, even though right now Auburn's got a pretty good lead. 
But if you wait too long, do to, to those two other spots go to Cam Riley and Wesley Steiner or Philip Webb? I mean, gosh, there's other guys out there too. So, you, you know, they got to be real careful now. If this is where you want to be, you better jump in quickly now. So people then ask, Brandon, what does the board look like? Honestly, I think it's four or five guys that are all about even, and it's first one in the boat situation. You know, you, you just take what you take the guys that want to be there, and, you know, somebody's not going to get a spot. And so Auburn's in a pretty good position. You think, well, how are they doing this right now? I mean, if they're coming off a disappointing season. I mean, I, people disagree about the level of disappointment. I think you and I are on the same page that it wasn't nearly what Auburn thought it could be or should have been. But, uh, but they're doing it because Travis, Travis Williams, and, you know, Kevin Steele is obviously big into this too. I mean, he's a, uh, the defensive coordinator, when, when guys get on campus, you know, he can light up a room with recruits. And so uh, this isn't happening by accident. Travis is a young go-getter. And uh, gosh, when Auburn hired him, I, I wondered what kind of hire it would be, quite frankly. You know, Brandon, I didn't know much about Travis. I didn't cover Auburn or go to Auburn. Uh, I didn't cover Auburn when he played. I mean, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know really, um, you know, what kind of impact he had on the program. And this is a guy that's always sort of been an underdog, basically grew up in the projects of South Carolina, beat the odds there. And now he's beating odds again. Trenton Simpson, we should point out, they didn't just beat the you know, regular school. They beat Georgia here, okay? And and Georgia wanted him. Yeah, they wanted him, okay? I know and there were so, some people he, today thinking, is Georgia going to swoop in at the last minute and ruin all of this? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you never say never in recruiting, right? I mean, you know, but – but uh but right now, obviously, he's committed, and it looks good for Auburn. And you know, I think, again, the familiarity of family with Travis Williams and the area, I just think there's a lot of factors that help Auburn here. But, but you know, this isn't happening by accident. This Travis is really doing a lot of this, and uh, it says a lot about him. You're right. I know on our board you said, hey, your prediction, five commitments yeah. in the month of June. What are they yeah. up to now, too? Is this the second one? Oh, no, 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 no. This is like four. Okay, so on June 1st, you guys uh, – Did I totally miss it? Cohen. Yeah. Oh, well, that's right. Okay. <laughs> You've probably okay. been busy, let's be honest. Well, I would be honest, like June fr- – gosh, it's been two weeks already. I can't believe it. June 1st, yeah, okay. Well, look, let's be honest also. There was a lot going on those couple of weeks at Auburn, you know, uh, stuff that really, quite frankly, took our minds off some of this stuff. So, uh, But J.B. and Cohen, offensive tackle, committed June 1st. Uh, you've also had uh, Tate Johnson committed – uh, earlier this week, the uh, the four-star offensive lineman from Hogansville, Georgia, Callaway. And last Friday, you had um, Elijah Canyon, the receiver, commit from Miami. Okay, so that's three. Then today, Trenton Simpson. So that's four. Uh, and Xavier Capers is probably the guy to watch right now. Potentially Desmond Tisdall, the linebacker I just mentioned, from Wilcox County, Georgia, by the way, hometown. Homeschool and Nick Marshall, so you, you like that. <laughs> yeah. If you're but yeah, uh, the guy I watched probably Xavier Capers, Brandon, decommitted recently from your alma mater, Arkansas. Yep. Yep. Uh, Four star receiver, really good player, man. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know why Auburn, I, I, I don't know if they weren't on him earlier. I don't know what happened, but but yeah. this guy's a tall receiver. We know Auburn loves tall receivers. I'm not knocking Auburn. I'm just, I don't know all the inner workings of this recruitment. I just know in the last month. Auburn hey, maybe really got, maybe maybe got yeah. maybe got saw his buddy Chad Morris in a similar offensive system going after this guy, and he's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna steal yeah. this guy." <laughs> yeah, and they, look, for all I know, they were working on him for a year, and I just didn't know. I mean, we don't always sure. know what's right. going on behind the scenes. But anyway, he's a tall receiver. Uh, he attended Big Cat Weekend. It was kind of like, okay, this is interesting. Auburn visited his school twice uh, in in the the spring evaluation period where you can go see schools. But for per NCAA rules, you can go see a kid twice in the spring. They did that. 
He goes to school in Alpharetta, Georgia, a newer school, Denmark High School. They're also looking at his quarterback, a kid named Aaron McLaughlin, uh, that's a 2021 kid. But uh, visited for Big Cat Weekend, loved it. Then came back Thursday to camp. Okay, well, that's two visits in less than a week. The next day he decommitted from Arkansas. Okay, look, I mean, we know where this is headed, right? I mean, so he's probably going to commit to Auburn soon. And, in fact, uh, I believe he's going to try to make a decision uh, before the end of the month. He's competing in that event, the opening finals, which is big. You know, for those that don't follow recruiting, it's just a lot of big recruits will be competing in a seven-on-seven type setting in Dallas. And I'll be out there. Uh, coincidentally, and I think he's probably going to do something then. So I think that's when he joins the class. That gives you five. Hey, maybe there's going to be more. They were 29th in the recruiting rankings when the month started and people were starting to worry. And believe me, I, I wouldn't blame them. Uh, up to 18th now, you get capers, then you're cracking the top 15. You got a little momentum. Look, the bottom line, Brandon, you know this. They always needed to hold things together until the season came and then hope that they have a good season and finish strong in the recruiting class like they did two years ago. Now, it can work both ways. If you don't have a good season, it ain't going to happen on the recruiting trail, but um, they're laying the groundwork for a lot of things. And, and we'll see, you know, they got a big quarterback coming in this weekend, four-star kid out of Texas, Haynes King. Actually, we should mention Capers, the receiver we were just talking about, the Arkansas decommit. He's officially visiting Auburn this weekend too. Again, his plan is to not do anything this weekend. We'll see. Sometimes you're overcome by the emotions. I, my guess is he's probably already sort of given Auburn some good yeah. vibes that he's coming yeah. and that he'll, he, it's, sometimes it's just a formality when they announce. I would I think, think I would think during the opening, you know? Yeah. I would think he probably this week and he, he might be telling the, the, the coaches, Hey, I'm going to commit to you guys, but let's yeah, hold I mean, off honestly, I think he might, I think he, if he, yeah, that's if he hasn't already done it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. so, uh, but that, you know, yeah, we it's, talked it's about that a couple weeks ago about, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing about that is if they get him, that's four receivers committed. I mean, yeah, Auburn recruiting. There's been some, yeah, there's some question areas, you know, where they've done better than others. But boy, receiver is just. I mean, you know, some of the guys they've landed the last few years. I mean, you know, they don't all pan out. Obviously, Kyle Davis, Nate Craig Myers, but but everybody wanted those guys. Don't blame Auburn for you know this these cr- a crazy evaluation on for landing two guys everybody else wanted that didn't pan out. You know, uh, but they they uh, Cody Burns seems to be doing well on the recruiting trail. See. So you're saying Cody Burns could just take the rest of the year off on recruiting and start focusing on 2021? Well, <laughs> well, you start laying, well, they could take it. Now, this is another case where we say, okay, you only want to take four unless you can get a quote-unquote special sure. guy. And there might be one of those right down the road, the kid E.J. Williams at Phoenix City Central. Probably Auburn, Clemson, Tennessee battle. If you can get that guy, you squeeze him in the class. And wasn't he on – he's yeah, on yeah, campus yeah. right now, actually, at a 7-on-7 seven seven camp, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 7-on-7 yeah, seven seven. stuff. He's at Auburn all the time. But yeah, he's he, nearby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, he feels at home at Auburn. He loves Auburn. He clicks with the players. He clicks with the coaches. But, you know, Clemson's involved right now. I mean, you know, if you're a receiver and Clemson's after you hard, I mean, you know, I mean, it's easy to see why a guy's strongly considering Clemson. Let's just, I mean, let's just be well, completely Well, especially honest, from right? players from his school. As yeah, we all know. yeah, well, Justin Ross, you're right. Yeah. Justin Ross was a star of the national championship. Incredible last you know, that, year. Yeah, yeah. And, and EJ's have the same personality, kind of uh uh, confident, but I wouldn't say cocky, but sort of quiet within himself. Just a, and by the way, he keeps growing. Another big receiver. Again, we mentioned Auburn loves those big receivers, but yeah, you know, Auburn's doing fairly, yeah, you know, offensive line doing fairly well. Now, four commitments on the offensive line. I think three of them are four star guys. The defensive line of all places is where Auburn only has one commitment and needs to really kind of come on, Rodney Garner. Come on. 
He's well, such I mean, a he's such a horrible he, recruiter. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. You, that, that's the and that's the guy. It, look, if you're Auburn, if you're an Auburn fan, that's a positive because Rodney's a known closer. So if you that's the thing I was going to well say in a lot he's, of other places. Yeah, you know, he's the guy that always you know on signing day there's a there's a guy or two and then Auburn gets. Well, him. yeah, exactly, exactly. And let's be honest with what they just signed the last cycle. Uh, the two inside guys are well, they'll probably be inside. Jaron Handy, Charles Moore. Outside guy, Kobe Wooden, um, I'm missing somebody else. Just, I mean, look, they signed a lot of guys. Like, oh, a Derek Hall from Mississippi is a buck guy. So with that class, if, 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 at least, if three of those guys pan out, then, then it's a less of a premium you have to kick tail this class. However, you'd like to do well on the offensive and defensive lines every cycle because we saw what happened when Auburn had a skip to beat a couple of years ago on the offensive line. It's starting to catch up to him now. You know, just one, one rough year on the offensive yeah. line recruiting – you know, or defensive line, and boy, it can really sting because injuries well, that, and things like that. And, you know, that, and you have a rough year recruiting, and then maybe some guys who don't necessarily pan out. Like, for example, I, right. I don't want to, I don't want to single guys out, but like a Bailey Sharp or a Tyler Carr, you know, that yeah. did, you yeah. know, they're later, you know, one of them's still here, but they're later in their careers. You, well, you know, they're not really, what, really what, haven't done what, anything yet. Yeah, they made a cut off. What about a guy you think is going to be really good and gets hurt a lot? Uh, Jaquan Newkirk, who they yeah, still Newkirk. think, right? I mean, you're talking to yeah. these guys, they think he's really good, right? Oh yeah, certainly. It's just can you know, he stay he hasn't been able to do anything because he's hurt all the time. You yeah. Know? So that that's a that's a a tough one. You know, when a guy's not out there, you know. So, um, but oh, yeah, certainly. I think the class. I, I, let's put it this way: if you're an Auburn fan, you feel a lot better than you did three or four weeks ago because it was getting to be close to panic time. And you you've been telling everybody, hey, hold up a second, things well, I had things to tell are start rolling that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell my well, look, I mean, I, I mean, at some point because you know Auburn's always uh, it seems like most years big cat weekends when they really pick things up, Brandon. Certainly, but with the new early signing period, you you think they got to pick it up well before then now, and and they weren't this cycle, and so you're you're starting to get a little worried. And okay, is this going to happen? Is I mean, are they going to get some guys? I mean, you know, they've already missed on a bunch of guys, and and I, I think getting JV and Cohen ultimately, you know, a guy who by the way they took a while to really offer. I think getting him was kind of the turning point. Um, he's been in, at, at, just out there recruiting his tail off. If we're going to, you know, quite frankly, uh, he's in a lot of guys' ears. Uh, other kids love him. In fact, Xavier Capers and him have really clicked, and Xavier Capers probably going to end up at Auburn. Desmond Tisdale and him have really clicked. The linebacker from Georgia, good chance he could end up at Auburn. And it, you know, that's why Big Cat Weekend is what it is. Now you, we're, we've already seen now four guys at Big Cat Weekend commit and. So on the day of, only one guy committed, but four guys there now have already committed, and maybe a fifth soon. That's the benefit of Big Cat Weekend. That's when you see what, what you know Auburn, what the damage Auburn can do right there. A damage isn't the right word, but you know what I mean. I got you, Keith. We all know what you mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, Keith, I'll let you go, man. Thanks for the breakdown on okay. Trenton Simpson, and also everybody, uh, what might be coming soon, and then also um, kind of where Auburn sits just recruiting wise right now and in the future and what they can do. And, you know, I never thought about that. We, we haven't heard a lot of defensive linemen uh, yet, but yeah. Rodney Garner is a guy who always, I mean, he's always, he's always got yeah, I mean, something up his sleeve, man. I mean, if you're an Auburn fan, wouldn't you rather than do well everywhere else? Because you, at this point and get those guys later, because you know, Rodney's history as opposed to the opposite of that. If Rodney had four commits right now and they were struggling everywhere else, you'd yeah. be worried, you know? Yeah. No receivers yeah. and four defensive linemen. Everybody be freaking out. Yep, you're definitely yeah, right. Absolutely. All right, Keith yeah. Niebuhr. Right, uh, glad you enjoy California. You're back on back on the job just in time for me to take a vacation and get out of here. That's right. Um, Where are you headed, man? 
I'm nowhere. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Atlanta. I'm gonna go to Atlanta for a few days, uh, your neck of the woods. Yeah. Um, for a uh, uh, a convention and pick up some an award and hang out with some folks and then uh, yes, just yes. come back home. Congratulations on your big awards lately. Th- thanks, and then I'm gonna come back home and just sit around. Maybe actually do some housework. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, Brandon. I appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks, Keith. All right, man. Be safe on the road. See ya. Keith Niebuhr joining us. Always fun chatting with Keith. Keith, of course, uh, you can find him at Auburn.247sports. Always has the scoop on everything recruiting. Um, And a big day for Auburn today. I completely forgot that Auburn had already had three commitments this month before Trenton. I, I, I... I had no idea. I completely forgot about that. But um, look, what can I say? But Big Cat Weekend, of course, is what had the big effect on all these kids. Uh, usually does. Um, it's usually what kind of sets things up for Auburn. So Auburn rising in the recruiting rankings and, of course, going forward um, in a good situation. Because, as he said, they've got four receiver commitments. That's big. You know, this new kid that they're probably going to get from Art that was a former Arkansas commitment, uh, he's big time. And they need a big, like, tall receiver. We had talked about this previously on podcasts and at Auburn.247sports.com. They they needed guys that were bigger, taller, but also physical receivers. Um, and they were trying to get that on the grad transfer market. They think they've got it right now going into the season, but that's what's been missing from the receiving core. So that's what Auburn's really been trying to go after here of late. So we'll see um, what happens here in the next coming weeks. But listen, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Keith, (laughs) Keith's predicted five commitments and uh, this month. So one away, one away. We'll see if Auburn ends up with that fifth guy. And we'll see that coming up. Coming up next here now, we're going to have Jason Caldwell. He is on the scene in Omaha at TD Ameritrade Park. In fact, we've got him on right now. Let's bring him in. Jason, what's up, man? Hey, man. I'm doing good. Uh, this, uh, Auburn's on the field. Uh, batting practice, infield practice, uh, kind of getting used to the dimensions of the park, all those things right now. So it's a, uh, a pretty little pretty surreal experience right now to, uh, to see these guys out here taking part in the uh, and then work out before a college world series. So tell me, what's it like there? You're sitting in the dugout? Are you sitting in the dugout? I'm actually standing behind um, the batting cage, so kind of between okay. home plate and uh, and the fence here behind the plate. So you got a first first uh, first uh, row seat there. All right, so tell me, how bad are they going to beat Mississippi State? Just watching them swing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, – you know what? This is a team, Brandon. We talked about it before. Um, that is just loose right now. They uh, they're confident. I think they uh, they feel good about you know kind of the way they played and, and going into this one. And honestly, if you're Auburn, you know, Mississippi State's the team that you beat one time. You, you scored 15 runs on a Sunday, and that ran into that weekend where you kind of had a pitching um, and had a chance to win two out of three and start. So you look at it and go. I think this is a game that Auburn's probably pretty excited about. And I think if you're Butch Thompson, it's hard to imagine uh, you know, coming into a game like this and, and being able to play Mississippi State. Uh, I bet he's, uh, he's pretty pumped up as well. So tell me a little bit about the ballpark at TD Ameritrade. I've never been there. Obviously, not a lot of folks have been there. Auburn hasn't been there. What are the dimensions like? Uh, 
what's the feel there? I'm, the players were already on it actually last night. I saw they were out there for the national anthem for the uh, Tigers and Royals major league game, which is always cool before the College World Series. Well, what's that ballpark like? Well, the first thing you notice is that I've never and and we get spoiled by being able to walk up to Terrence Stadium and and Langston Park and see the the field surface. I walked on this field surface and thought it was turf. Honestly, I thought it was turf. It is that immaculate, um, just spectacular. But dimensions are exactly like Hoover. Uh, Hoover has has gauged and 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 tailored their dimensions to be exactly like Omaha. So this is 335 down the line. 375 in the power alley, 408 to center field. So this is a field and a dimension that are very similar to Hoover. A lot of foul territory, though. Tons of foul territory, first baseline, third baseline. So I'm going to spend a lot of time here defensively using pitching machines, throwing pop-ups behind third base, down the third baseline uh, to get you know, the second baseman shortstop familiar with going after foul balls and how much room you've got to go get them. And so, um, you know, the dimensions are, are, are exactly like Hoover, but obviously being in the Midwest, a lot of wind. Um, wind is, is howling in right now. I talked to Jack Owen a second ago and said, hey, this is if you got this Sunday, you got to feel pretty good. He said, yeah, this is going to oh, go yeah. crazy. You throw it down the middle and say, hey, uh, try to hit it out of here. So, um, but, yeah, just, uh, just kind of a familiarizing themselves with everything here today. So how's how's Jack Owen feel going in? Uh, you know, going into his first College World Series start on the big stage, national television, and in, in this big ballpark. How's he feel? You got to talk uh, to think, him. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's a guy that probably uh, is 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 excited, but also um, probably lives for a moment like this more than anybody I can remember. He's just one of those guys that California guy, laid back. Go with the flow. Uh, I think he's probably uh, as ready as anybody to show what he can do. And you know, he's never pitched against Mississippi State. They've never seen him. So this is a it'll be a new experience for both of these teams to uh, you know to see each other in terms of that pitching. So what else? What else, what else is the the day like there? Do you just get there? Because I know it was a long drive. You had like a sixteen hour drive. How'd that go? Yeah, it went good. I think seven states. Uh, by the time Ooh. we got done, uh, you know, traversing through them, but made it with about 45 minutes to spare. Got oh, the uh, got in the press box, and I uh, saw your buddy Bob Holt already. Uh, Bob! Gazette, and, you know, Bob is uh, camped out, ready to go. So I uh, saw him. He's good to go. And, yes, now it's just a matter of, uh, you know, kind of getting some uh, reaction from being on the field. We'll talk to you guys in the open locker room uh, later today and then uh, have a chance to uh, – to get a little, hopefully, some videos and photos tonight from the uh, the open ceremonies for uh, the folks there that, uh, you know, over 24-7 can see what that's like. Adam Sparks here shooting some photos. I'll get a little video as well, and we'll have some reaction from day one and uh, get this thing rolling towards uh, towards Sunday night's uh, first pitch. All right, great. Jason, enjoy. Opening ceremony is awesome. Um, uh, I haven't been in 10 years, but it was it's amazing. That whole week's amazing. It's going to be going to be fun. Enjoy it, man, and we look forward to your coverage at Auburn247sports.com. Enjoy the sights and sounds, and uh, as we can hear it in the background there as you're uh, watching some BP in Omaha. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. So Jason Caldwell there on the scene in Omaha 
for the College World Series uh, beginning Saturday, but Auburn doesn't play till Sunday, as most of you know. Auburn's going to send Jack Owen uh, to the mound against Mississippi State's Ethan Small, uh, their ace. Ethan Small has been incredible most of the season uh, for the Bulldogs. It'll be interesting to see how Auburn uh, attacks him. Auburn's seen him once. Ethan has seen Auburn once. But as, as he said, what helps Auburn is that Mississippi State hasn't seen Jack Owen yet, and Jack Owen's been doing a pretty good job here of late. And they did not—he did not—he didn't pitch against them uh, in the regular season um, uh, series. So, advantage Auburn? I, I don't know. I think personally, Auburn's just got to keep those bats warm. Man, I know we talk—we talk ad nauseum about the the thirteen runs they scored in the first inning against North Carolina to win that super regional, which was incredible, but. They also lost two nothing, and they couldn't get anything going the day before that. They've got to be a little bit more consistent. Um, they're going to face like from here on out. I mean, I mean, even the super regional and, and regional play, but they're going to they're going to face elite pitching. And I can't stress enough how important it is to win your first game in the College World Series because not only are you, I mean, everybody's going, go, you're in the driver's seat. Yes, you lose that first game. Fighting out of the losers bracket is almost impossible. And then as Jason and I spoke about on our podcast um, uh, earlier this week, you know, with baseball, especially college baseball, teams with a similar record as Auburn right now, because Auburn doesn't have a quote-unquote stellar record, have won national championships. Just And we mentioned Fresno State. They came in as like a four seed or whatever and, and won the whole thing. Can you imagine that? Auburn, of course, was a uh, two seed in the Georgia Tech Regional and then came out, beat them, and won on to the Super Regional against North Carolina and won that. So it is a busy weekend Auburn-wise, not just baseball. I mean, I mean, Auburn is in Omaha for the first time since 1997. Jason Caldwell's there providing full coverage. Make sure you go to auburn.247sports.com. He's going to have a lot of, as he said, coverage, photos, video from the festivities tonight, the opening ceremony there, which is really, really cool. I've been to it once before. It's really awesome. Um, but they're at the, that, that ballpark TD Ameritrade, I went to Rosenblatt back when that was still open at 10 years ago. It was an amazing ballpark and TD Ameritrade I hear is even, even more amazing. Um, so he's going to have plenty, uh, Keith Niebuhr back from vacation, just in time for the, uh, commitment today from four-star linebacker, uh, Trenton Simpson, who grew up in Fort Benning, Georgia, which is like what, 45 minutes away from Auburn, but he lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now Auburn zeroed in on him. Linebackers coach, Travis Williams got him. And uh, his first linebacker commitment, he wants four. He's probably going to get three linebacker commitments, but it's possible to get four because that fourth guy could be the buck position that we know is a very famous pass rushing position for Auburn moving forward. So Auburn jumping up in the recruiting rankings, Auburn getting prepared to play in the College World Series. A big weekend indeed for Auburn Athletics. I'm Brendan Marcello. Thanks for joining me here on Auburn Undercover Live and the Auburn Undercover Podcast. I'll see you down the road. No one has it covered like 24-7 sports. Go undercover with Auburn Undercover. Auburn Undercover.